Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, VIPs, welcome back to the Club BBC and WT Podcast. Mr. H is back in the building, y'all. Rolling on the way to Atlanta right now as I speak. So, it's Valentine's Day. Take number four. Take number four at the moment right now. No, I do not have my phone in my hand. No, I don't have my phone in my hand. My car is Bluetooth enabled, so I can talk directly into the microphone that's above my head. So stop your worrying, untighten your ass, open your ears, and let's talk. Before we get into this funny-ass topic, I want to share with y'all something for free. Since Kobe Bryant's death, man, and the death of his daughter and the death of the seven other victims, you know, it's really, really, really made me think about time and made me value time a lot more. Um, each and every day I get the opportunity to live and you know, make an impact on life and society or somebody's life, whatever the case may be. So I went out to eat with uh, some coworkers, a co- uh, with some coworkers of mine. And, you know, I cherished that time with them, man. Um, you know, I was tired as hell that day when I went because I worked a ten-and-a-half-hour shift. I was tired as hell that day. A lot of us were. But we still took the time out and spent time with the coworker that we went to go celebrate her, you know, basically her last days at the location that we all work in, and she's going to another location. Dope. And, you know, everybody now there that side – that, now, the thing is, that table had three different types of conversations. It was, we had uh, some of our coworkers who spoke Spanish. They're Puerto Rican. Um, but one of them's not Puerto Rican, I don't think. Um, but, um, you know, they were speaking in Spanish. One part was just, you know, just having regular, normal conversation. May have been talking about work, may have been talking about other shit. And then on the side that I was on, it was just three of us fellas, and we just started venting about life, life experiences, what we went through, how we felt about Kobe Bryant when he passed. You know, all these, his allegations, old allegations getting brought up by these reporters and these, and like mass media and shit like that. You know, but it was something that was just profound, and it just hit me. It's like, yo, fellas, like we got to, we really got to start talking to one another, man. We really got to start talking to one another. If you can't afford to go to therapy, look into a couple. Like if you work for a major company, like a lot of these companies now, they give you, they provide uh, counseling. It's not maybe full blown. It may give you like. Five thirty-minute sessions or whatever, but that's better than nothing. Oh, I see a sign that says Cuban. My bad ass. Um, but yeah, I want. We really, like I said, if if you can't afford it, like if your job doesn't offer that, if you can't, if you can't afford it, like go somewhere, go to a restaurant, go to a park, go somewhere where you can have, like, get some of your boys together and just talk. Just talk, man. If you want to have some drinks, but sometimes alcohol brings out the truth in people. Just talk. Sit down and have these conversations, man. I promise you, you're going to feel so much better mentally to get a lot of that stuff that you've got brewing inside of you. I promise you, you'll love it, you'll enjoy it, you'll appreciate it, man. 
like taking a it's like it's like taking a shit. It's like you at work for a long, long time, and you taking a shit. You taking a shit, right? <laughs> what up? I'm sorry. You at work, and you got this. You got this shit that's broken. Cause you got a lot of people that don't want to take a shit at their job because the bathrooms ain't clean. Yada yada yada. It's not me. Not me. If I gotta take a shit, I'm gonna go take a shit. But if I ain't got if I ain't got that much longer before I actually go home. And yeah, I hold it in. And you can't wait till you get it. You sit down at the toilet, you got your phone, or if you're still old school and read the ingredients on the back of the fucking air freshener and shit, then do that. And once you're done, you, once, you, once you take it, you're like, oh. You're like that sigh of relief, like, oh. Damn. It's like, it's like taking a shit, y'all. <laughs> it's like taking a shit. You are literally like dumping out all the stress. Mentally and physically, that was building up that you just wanted to let out and release, you know. And then when you go to wipe your ass, <laughs> and then when you go to wipe your ass, when you go to wipe your ass, you get now anything that you just left over, anything that you had left over, and you throw that shit in the toilet, you flush it down, and you fucking forget about it. Any bullshit left over, that's what the tissue paper's for. I want y'all to do that with your minds. Ladies, I want y'all to do the same thing. Come together, congregate, and talk about things. Talk about it. Talk about life. Talk about your kids. When I was working, when I used to work, um, when I used to work at a Marriott property, I worked with three women. These three women took time out, like, when they, like if they were on break, if they were on break or something like that, you had two, you had two auditors. Yeah, we had two auditors and we had a security. Security. Whenever security was on break, these women would go back, like these women sit in the office setting, and they would just talk. And every time I happened to like go in there when I had to do something around that area, they'd be talking about their kids. They'd be talking about motherhood. They'd talk about anything, any and everything, and it's usually ties in with just being a woman, being a mother, being in a relationship. They talk about all this stuff, and it's it's therapeutic for them. And I sit down and I listen to it, and I'm fascinated by it. Fellas, we need to do the same thing. Fellas, if you're if you, y'all are fathers, fellow fathers, do a little father get-together. Bring your boys, bring your boys, bring your daughter with you if you want to. And just sit there and just talk. Let your kids play with each other. While y'all sit there and y'all talk. Have a beer or something. Well, don't have a beer if, you got, if y'all are driving. But you got your child with you, especially. But you get what I'm saying, though. Just cherish the time with whoever it is that you have, also. Whoever it is that's in your immediate circle. Cherish the time that you have with them because tomorrow is not guaranteed. All right? Now let's get into Valentine's Day. This Valentine's Day has been brought to you by... <laughs> Let me stop. All right. Valentine's Day. It is one of my least... It is It is my least favorite holiday. It is my least favorite holiday behind Black Friday. 
Now, some of you, now I get it, Valentine's Day is a celebration of love. I am not against that at all. Love should be celebrated on, really love should be celebrated every day. But if it's a day just dedicated solely just for celebration of love, compassion, and all this, that, and the other, then you know what? I understand that. But what pisses me off is the amount of effort that people put into to express how much they love someone through a material thing. You know, people spend so much money. I've been looking at some, uh, some statistics. And I forgot the source of the statistics that I was looking at. But you know, collectively, I don't know if it's just in the United States or if it's worldwide. But apparently, on today, I'm recording this right now, on Valentine's Day, $27.4 billion is expected to be spent today on this day alone. And that might also be included in um, uh, for the whole weekend. So basically, that has gone up. That has gone up since last year, obviously because Valentine's Day falls on a weekend. Now, $27.4 billion is a lot of fucking money. Obviously, that money can be put to use for different things. I also saw a study. Not a study, but I also saw a statistic with women. Ladies. First off, my question is, what is a quality date for you? Because my favorite comedian, Clint Cole, posted a picture and it said, Red Lobster is a quality date. you damn right it's a quality date with the amount of money I'm still going to spend if I'm on a date with, um, with a woman. You're damn right. Red Lobster growing up, I remember when I was growing up, Red Lobster was like, Luxury. I consider the Red Lobster a luxury, a, a luxurious restaurant. It had the boats, it had the nice, it had the nice, it had the decently nice uh, tableware and all that. You know, the dinnerware, the silverware was always shiny. It ain't never had no water spots on that shit or anything. Didn't have plastic cups. They only had it for the kids, but you know, whatever. Me and my mom used to go. Maybe once, maybe once a month. Me and my mom will go once a month, and we'll go like we'll go for lunch. We don't go for dinner. We'll go for lunch. My mom would always get the fried shrimp. I would always get the wings. Wings be hot as fuck, and I would always get them. And, but the one thing we always look forward to, and I know that y'all already know y'all know what I'm about to say, is them Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Them shits is fire, bro. You'll get full. We'll get full. We'll, get, we'll, we'll go through two baskets of those easily before we even get our entrees. Red Lobster is a quality game. Now, I always love Red Lobster because of the atmosphere, you know, you think you're feeling fancy and shit, but you know what? I love spending time with my mother. I still do whenever I can. But I love spending time with my mother. Me and my mother would spend so much time together as far as 
You know, we do a lot. Like, we'll go out to lunch together. We will go to the grocery store. We'll go to Walmart. We'll go ride somewhere. We'll go to, there's been days where we will go to Church's Chicken. And we'll go get a family-sized thing of fried oak. And we'll go sit in the parking lot. We'll go sit in the, in the something mall parking lot or something. And just sit there and just munch on some fried oak. Quality time. That's a quality thing. It ain't the amount of money that you spend. It's the time. It's the experience of what y'all share amongst one another. It ain't the place. It ain't the money. It's the time you put in. Something you can't put a price on. Something you cannot get back. Something that you cannot write off when tax season comes. It is the time. That, is to me, is when it's a quality date. If me and my old lady go to McDonald's, that is a quality date. If me and my old lady go to Jack in the Box, that is a quality date. If me and my old lady go to the park, that is a quality date. Anytime we are outside of our household, or if we're not living together, because I don't shack up. Anytime we go somewhere, I will take it as a quality date. I don't need Valentine's Day to validate or show my old lady how much I love and appreciate it. Now, mind y'all, I'm single. I've only been, I've probably been on, I think I've only been in a relationship, I think I've only been in two relationships during Valentine's Day. I still felt the same way. Valentine's Day was fun, though, back in the 90s, in the early 2000s, when you were in elementary school. I don't know about y'all, like, depending on where you went to school at, but Valentine's Day, we would always do Valentine's Day parties. And, you know, you and your, you and your mom, you know, mom, we would go. You go to the grocery. You go to the well, not the grocery store. You go to Walmart. You go to to uh, you go to uh, Kmart. If you if you remember Kmart, you go to any like big ass retail store and look for them Valentine's Day cards. I don't even know. Yo, do they still make those? I wonder if they still make those. You get those Valentine's Day cards and you pass like you write down. <coughs> your teacher will give you a roster, a roster of the class, and you write down. Everybody's name individually. If it's a girl that you like that was in your class, I remember I used to have the biggest fucking crush on this one girl when I was in elementary school. All the way through high school, I had the biggest crush on her. She's still fine as fuck to this day. I'm not going to say her name. But I would always make sure I would write her name like super fucking neat. I think there was even one, I think there was even one year on Valentine's Day, the day before, I had my mom write down, I had my mom write down her name just so it could look neat. Actually, I put it in the S to say, I put it in the F. <laughs> That's like, that, that, that was fun. That was funny. And that was when Valentine's Day meant something. When you put in the effort, you mean you do some shit like that, you know? I mean, and you're, and you're a child. You're a child. Like, we bought candy bought candy, like, you would buy, like, these suckers or whatever, and you would attach each one to uh, the Valentine's Day card and whatnot. I thought that shit was dope. That shit was fun. And then we did the party, so we always had pizza. Said, Damn, motherfucker, you gonna use your signal light? Hey, let me tell y'all something. 
If you're on the fucking road, especially if you're on the interstate, I'm on 75 right now. Use your fucking, use, yo, use your fucking signal light. Don't just cut me off in front of me, bro. Okay, if you is following somebody. Use your fucking signal light. You know it's just illegal, right, if you don't do that? I hope y'all are aware of that. Just saying. Anyways, back to the, anyways, back to our messages. Back to the topic. Valentine's Day was fun back in the 90s. In the 2000s. I'm going to tell you what else. I'm going to tell you what else. Um, what else? What else? What else we used to do on Valentine's Day, man? That was it. I think we just did parties and shit and just exchanged Valentine's cards. That was it. Um, but back to now. I saw the statistic, and this shit, I don't know how many women they interview. I don't even know what country. I don't know if this was the, well, most likely it was within the United States. But a lot of the statistics that I saw came, they said Americans. So, it said 52% of women, again, I don't know how many women they surveyed. It said 52% of the women that they surveyed said that they would break up with their significant other if they didn't get a minute thing for Valentine's Day. What kind of shit is that? What kind of shit is that, ladies? Let me tell you something. I wish you motherfucking would break up with me all because I ain't get you shit for Valentine's Day. I wish you motherfucking would. Now, if you try it, go ahead. Bye. Arriba fucking dirt, you motherfucker. Go ahead. Good luck in life. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit bitter. I might even be a little bit petty. But that's fucked up. Because if you got a man, ladies, if you got a man or if you got a great significant other, this motherfucker still cutting people off. Not using the fucking signal light. Who I hope his ass can pull over by the fucking police. This makes this podcast that much more interesting because now you get to hear the road rage behind the what like you you get to hear the road rage of what I'm saying. <laughs> and yes, I, I'm perfectly aware of where I'm at. Anyways, if you got a significant other that has been consistent with you. Say like you've been together for a year. And you got a man, you got a woman that's been consistent with you. Consistently faithful, consistently loyal. They listen to you. They're emotionally intelligent. They got a lot of great qualities. Not all the great qualities. Because everybody ain't got all the great qualities. But if they got a lot of great qualities that basically matches you, and you break up with them because they ain't get you shit for Valentine's Day, but they got you everything, but but they did, you know, they did something for you for the hour, for your anniversary, your birthday, Christmas, probably spent time with your family on Thanksgiving. And hell, if you got a child, if you got a child, probably celebrated the birthday with them. And you break up with them because they ain't get you shit for Valentine's Day. Fuck you. Fuck you from the bottom of my motherfucking heart. 
and the bottom of these nuts. Fuck you. That is some selfish ass shit, dude. There is nothing that you could tell me that can make you logically, emotionally, even think of something like that. For you to make that decision because they didn't get your shit for Valentine's Day. I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> I wish you would. That's some bullshit. So, ladies, if you currently think like that, you need to change your way of thinking. Otherwise, you're going to be dickless or pussyless, depending on which way you roll or if you roll both ways for the next 10 fucking years, if not more. If you have that kind of mentality. Especially when you work. Go buy yourself some shit for Valentine's Day. Y'all know what I did for myself for Valentine's Day? I did, like, over the past three years, I've always cooked myself something. Something that I do every day, every other day now. Now that I don't work overnight. I cooked myself something. I remember three years ago, I'm going to see my best friend right now, but me and my best friend, which I have a couple of them, we were roommates at the time. And I made myself a fucking New York strip that was crusted in bacon and blue cheese with some, I think, some green beans, I believe, or asparagus, and some red smashed potatoes. And for dessert, I did did a Grand Marnier. I just did something simple. It was like some Grand Marnier caramelized apples. That shit was fucking phenomenal. That shit was fucking phenomenal. The next year, I think I did some, I think I did some polar sausages or some shit. I was on a budget. Third year, hot dogs. <laughs> Again, I was on a fucking budget. That third year, I was on my own completely. But that was my way of celebrating how much I loved myself. This year, I'm going to celebrate it with Two of my best friends, actually, and family members. Actually, I have a lot of I have a lot of great friends that live in Georgia. My longest tenured best friend lives in uh, Columbus, so I want to see her after I leave Atlanta, probably sometime on Sunday. That's how I'm spending my Valentine's Day weekend with the people who I actually love. So yeah. In honor of Valentine's Day. I mean, and honestly, when I planned this shit, I didn't even think about it being Valentine's Day. It just happened to be there. So since it's there, I will celebrate the love I have for all the individuals that I will spend time with, even if it's for an hour, 30 minutes, whichever. That's what I'm going to do. But some of these statistics are crazy, man. Real, real fucking crazy. Just the amount of money that we spend, or that we are going to spend, is just mind fucking mind blowing. Now, ladies, I got something else I need to say. If your man. If you two, if y'all are the type where, you know, you buy yourselves, you buy each other some shit, right? Valentine's Day. 
your man spends money on you for Valentine's Day, something materialistic wise, or he took you to this fancy ass restaurant. Don't just give him if y'all are already doing it. Don't just give him the pussy. I know vagina is undefeated. I am a firm believer in the world revolving around the vagina. If the vagina didn't exist, men would not have the motivation to go make money. I'm going to say that shit again. If vagina did not exist, this is only for heterosexual people in the traditional sense. If vagina did not exist, we would not have the motivation to go make money. It's just facts. It's, well, it's our opinion, but I think it's facts. If we're going to spend our hard on money on you, and the only thing you just give us is sex. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to take that as an insult. No, it ain't no grounds for breaking up. Because I'm still digging. Now, anytime a woman gives me her body, even if we're in a relationship, I, especially, especially if we're in a relationship, I cherish that. Because there's a lot of chemistry. A lot of chemically induced energies and all this and reactions and stuff that happens when you are inside somebody. Once you fuck somebody, man, they have a piece of you. I want y'all to remember that. Once you are inside someone, once you are fucking somebody, making love, doing a quickie, whatever the case may be, they have a piece of you, whether you know it or like it or not. So, your body is a temple, especially in a woman, because she carries life. She bears life. So, you definitely, definitely need to take that serious. But, for the sake of humor, I want more than just some vagina, some pussy, some hoo-ha, the chocolate chip cookie, what have you. I want more than that. There's a video. If y'all want, if y'all got time, go look at Clint Coley's video. Just type in Clint Coley Valentine's Day, and it's this light skinned woman. Clint's wearing a blue, a blue, a blue shirt, and he takes like he basically. I wish I could show y'all the video. I wish I could like play the video on uh, um, on here, which I might do. Not while I'm driving. I might pull off like when I go get gas. Uh, next time I get gas. Well, I couldn't record the video anyway, because I don't have no I don't have nothing to stream it. I don't have nothing to stream it, so I couldn't give y'all that. Um But <laughs> Clint basically wins and this is like a skit. This is when he was like first like starting to come on to the scene. Clint was working for all Dev digital entertainment or production or whatever. He did this skit. And he came in, came in, came in. And he's like, happy, he's like, happy, well, happy Valentine's Day. And he gives her a gift. And he said, thank you. She said, your, basically said, your, and her response was basically, 
your gift is coming later tonight. And he said, well, what's the gift? Because I got to work later. And she said, well, if you do that, you're going to miss this bomb-ass pussy. I don't know if those are the exact words, but that's, but that's basically what she said. Well, you can do that, but if you do, you're going to miss out on this bomb-ass pussy. And then he just gave her, like, a really look. And then she said, what's wrong? And this part just basically went in. It's like, he basically just went in. It basically just said, it is your duty. It is a given. It is your duty to give me bomb-ass pussy every night. <laughs> like, he, they went on to later say, I want flowers. I want candy. I want a fucking teddy bear. Take your ass to CVS and get me my shit. wanted, and all you going to give him is some, reg- some regular ass sex. Now, if you are, ladies, if you are going to do that, if you are going to do that, do something different. Like, create the love scene. If you have listened to that song from Joe, let's make a love scene, Stevie. Create you a love scene. Create a love scene. If you're going to do that, if, you, if you're just going to give him that, create a love scene. Throw some rose petals on that. Light a few candles. Have some aphrodisiacs out. Let me name some aphrodisiac foods for you. Cherries. Strawberries. Watermelon. <laughs> watermelon is an aphrodisiac. If you really want to get sexy, actually, don't do this. Actually, don't give them voices because... I don't want you to eat oysters, and I want to, and I'm about to go eat you out. And all I'm tasting is the brine from the oyster and shit. Yeah, yeah, but does not do oysters. Save that for dinner, if you're gonna do that. Save that for dinner, after or whatever. Save that for dinner. But that's just some of the things. Chocolate is one. Uh, chocolate is an apple. Which, still trying to figure out why women love chocolate, especially on their period. Apparently, it just, aphrodisiacs kind of give you like a sexual arousal. So, I guess that's why they eat chocolate because they're probably super fucking horny and it helps alleviate some of the pain. That's from some of the responses I've been getting from women. So, have chocolate on deck. Have chocolate on deck. And do some and do some shit with you just some chocolate covered strawberries. You know, I'm surprised bacon is not an aphrodisiac. Do some chocolate covered bacon. Don't knock it till you try it. Bruh. Chocolate covered bacon is so fucking good. Chocolate covered bacon is so fucking good. That's like a double that's like double. <laughs> That's like double, that's like double, it's not even a whammy, it's just like, oh my god, you got me baking. Oh, you surprised you, girl, you surprised you, girl, you can you, 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 you speed it to me, say, hey, try this. And your girl's a bacon lover, and she loves chocolate, and she eats that shit. I promise you, the draws will come off of you. 
recording this shit. Because I bet you I'm having so this is probably the funniest one. Because y'all can y'all can hear it's like you're in the car with me basically and I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to y'all. This is funny as fuck. I love it. But be creative if you're gonna just give if you're just gonna give up the job, man. Just 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 be creative. There's another statistic out there that says that I forgot what the percentile was, but there's a lot of people. I think it's like I think it was like 44 percent. 48 percent of those who are single are content with their relationship status. I am definitely in that percentile. I am so hesitant to getting back a relationship for a number of reasons, and I'll name a few. Number one, the time and the commitment. It's not that I'm not afraid of commitment. It's I'm afraid of committing to someone who's going to waste my fucking time. That's what I'm afraid of. But I'm okay with that. Is there times where I create that companionship, especially at night? You know, if I want a little sloppy toppy here and there, and then I kiss you goodnight, and we do it all over again tomorrow? Yeah. No, that is not all I see women as, as someone to have sex with. I'm just saying that for comedy. But, yeah, there is times that I do crave that companionship. Someone who I can talk to, someone, someone to love, someone I can come home and vent to after I had a shitty ass day at work, or someone I can just pick at and clown with, and then clown back at me. Yeah, there are days I there are days that I crave that, but I also love being myself. I love being by myself. I am content with that. I don't crave sex like a lot of people. As I mentioned in one podcast, I don't crave sex like a lot of people do. And it's probably because I jack off every night before I go to sleep. That's probably why. And half the time when I do it, I'm not even fucking horny. Half the time I do it, I'm not even horny. I've just done it so I've just done it so much for so long to the point where it's just a nightly routine. And I'll probably still most likely do it when I get married. Okay, you cut me off of you cut me off of the vagina, that's fine. I'll go straight to the bathroom. Or I'll jack off in front of you. <laughs> that's cool. I like I said, I don't crave sex like a lot of people do. But in my mind, I am mentally content, emotionally content with being single. I go out sometimes by myself. I go to a, I go chill at a bar by myself. There'll be times I'll go out to eat and I'll go have a table. I'll have a table by myself. It's fun. A lot of times, especially when I go to a restaurant, I do it to people watch. I like to watch how people interact with others. See how many people are on their phone. That's another thing. If y'all going on a date tonight, put down your fucking phone. Who the fuck do you need to talk to on Valentine's Day when you're with your significant other? Who the fuck do you need to talk to other than your mother? Which reminds me, I need to call my mother and wish her a happy Valentine's Day. 
down the phone. I ain't saying leave your phone in the car. I know a lot of us can't really, we have that fucking anxiety. You away from your phone. I'm one of them. But put it in your back pocket. If you got to put it on the table, put it face down. I don't care. Just don't pull it. Just like, leave the phone alone. Look at, your, look, at, look at your significant other in the eyes and just converse amongst each other. Eye contact. Can sometimes speak louder than words. It's actually an exercise that I saw on YouTube not too long ago. You stare at the eyes. You stare into the eyes of someone. It's like a blind date. The exercise was you stare into the eyes of the person that you're with for five minutes. You can't say anything. All you're doing is staring. There's a lot that you can see in someone by just by looking directly into their eyes. You know, my mom always told me when I was little, I can look into your eyes and tell if you're lying or not. And at first I was like, how the hell did she tell us looking at me? There's certain tendencies that we do when we lie. And it's usually in the eyes. Usually. Eye contact is a big thing, man. You know what some people say? Like, I can't stand liars. I can't fucking stand liars. We all lie about some shit. But it's another thing when you look someone dead in the eye and you lie to them in their face. That. That is the that is the motherfucking grip of things. That is the thing that you do not do. That's some fuck shit. If you look someone dead in the eye and you lie to them, that's some fuck shit. Don't do that shit. So another statistic showed up and it said and narrowed it down to five different um, gifts that are undesired. One of which I did not agree with. The other four, you know, I have my opinions on. One of them was sporting equipment. I mean, depending on who it is that you're dating, if they're really big into sports, then, hey, I understand. Otherwise, meh. I've been saying that a lot. I've been saying that a lot lately. Meh. Just walk past someone. Meh. You know? Sporting equipment was what up. The other one, the other one was uh, the top two. The top two were a gym membership and it was a gym membership and a tool set. Now, if you got a significant other that's like a handy person or is good with cars, a tool set could be very useful. Any gift that someone has or that has bought something for me, I will do my absolute best to find some sort of useful or I'll re-gift it. But it won't go to waste. Um, the other one that was tied with that was the gym membership. Now, that gym membership, that's going to be tricky. If this is something that you talked about, that you both have talked about for a long period of time, saying that you want to lose weight or you want to get back in shape, 
buy, then you buy it, then you buy an enrollment or membership into a gym, you better be in there with each other. Especially if you bought it for someone, especially if you bought it for your significant other who's talking about those things, but you don't have those same desires, but you bought that for them. Your ass better be in there with them. So I think that that's another great connection that you can make with one another is from is by working out with each other. So I feel like that could be a that could come off as an insult if you buy a gym membership for your significant other. The other one was a cheesy stuffed animal. Cheesy stuffed animal. We're not in high school anymore. We are not in high school anymore. The other one, this is the one I really disagreed with, was a mixtape. Now, if you make, if if a woman makes me a mixtape that she had put together herself, rather it was a mixture of song or or it was or it was her thing or it's a playlist of a list of songs that she's, that reminds her of me. That's some, that's some dope shit. That's some dope shit. I remember I used to date this girl in high school. And she made me a CD. You know, back then, I graduated in 2010. Back then, burnt CDs and iPods was the new thing. People weren't really having CD players like that anymore. People had MP3 players, had iPods, all that other shit. Or they had burnt CDs. Or if you did have a CD player, you had burnt CDs. Not a lot of people were buying albums like that anymore. Because, you know, we had LimeWire. We had Windows Media Player. We had DJs that created playlists and put them onto a CD. You would take that CD, you would put it onto a drive, and you remake that shit whatever case may be. People don't really be burning CDs like that no more unless you're still in the music. The mixtape. Whatever the case may be. That's a profound shit, man. I love that. Now, I'm going to give y'all some things that you can do other than something that's material that you can do for your significant other to show how much you love them on Valentine's Day. You know, one of the love languages, one of the five top five love languages out there is acts of service. Ladies, for your man, if you want to do something for me, say like it's, say like it's, say, say like it's for me. So to my future wifey, my future old lady, some of y'all are probably saying like, what the hell do you mean about old lady? Who's he calling old? If you ain't from the country, I'm from South Carolina, I'm from the country. All my uncles, all my dad, they all talk like that. They all refer to their wives, but the lady ass. Old lady. If I'm with my old lady, we've been together for a year or something like that, maybe a little longer. Pay for my haircut. Pay for my haircut. My haircut is $30. I cut my hair, I, I just went back to being bald again. My hair cuts thirty dollars. I go bald, and my and my barber will take me up with the uh, 
you know, he'll trim up my beard a little bit, and he'll line it up with a razor. Thirty dollars. I'll pay the tip. You want to pay the tip too? Shit. Be good. That's a nice act of service. Philip, fellas, if your girl got a car, if your if your woman got a car, fill up a tank. Wash your car for her. Make it look clean, especially if she got to go to work. If she got to go to work. If she got to go to work at 9 o'clock, if you live together or if she lives somewhere else, whatever the case may be, grab her keys, take her car to a car wash, or if she got her own house or whatever, wash that car. Wax that bitch if you got time. Armor all the tires. Clean the inside of the rim and the outside of the rim. I used to watch cars um, as a side, as a little side game. Do that shit. Get that shit professionally cleaned. If you got a little extra bread like that, take that damn car, take her car, and go get it detailed. Take her car and go get it detailed. Acts of service. That's what's up. If you two want to have, it's another one. If y'all two want to be very, if you want to have just a very intimate night, and you still, you want to, if you got a little bread you want to spend, go to a nice hotel. Say like a Ritz Carlton. Say like a Ritz. Go get you a night. Go get you a room at the Ritz Carlton. If both of y'all drink, get you a bottle of champagne. Get you a bottle, get you a nice bottle of champagne. Champagne is also considered an aphrodisiac. Hearing that, that poop, hearing that foam come out and everything, clanking to the champagne, to the champagne flutes. And have you order some Uber Eats, DoorDash, whatever, and just have you a nice, intimate, romantic. Night out, uh, not night out, but a night in together. Spend time talking. Obviously, yeah, you're gonna be fucking. You're gonna be making some love. You might be making a baby too. But do that as well. Do it. Do it. Spend time with each other, man. Time is basically the best gift that you can give someone on Valentine's Day, and that's what I'm on my way to do right now. I'm giving all of my friends, some of my family, my time. Because, like I said, tomorrow ain't guaranteed, like I mentioned at the end of this podcast. That's really my point of where I'm getting at in this podcast going forward if you, you know, live to see another Valentine's Day. The most important thing above anything that you buy for someone is your time. My mother taught me that at a very young age. My mother always taught me, if you ever get, if you ever, like, whenever the day you have you a wife or a girlfriend, whatever, you make sure you spend time with them because that is all she wants. And that will always stick with me, always. Now, I think, I think I just about covered everything, every statistic that I saw. Any other gifts? Well, this is a gift idea. Or something that you can give someone that's inexpensive or 
whatever. Yo, go to the massage parlor. Something therapeutic, like self-care. Go to the massage parlor. Go to, go to a massage therapist. Do a couple's massage. If you're going to spend money, at least it'll be beneficial for your body. Go to a massage there. Go to a massage parlor and go buy a couple's massage. Go on Groupon. I'm trying to find a good deal if you can. Go on Groupon and sign yourselves up for a massage. You can do the petties and the manies too if you want. Maybe you can get your man to do that, ladies. Do that shit. I've always wanted to do a couple. Actually, I did, I did do that. I did, I did that with my ex fiance one time. We got a couple of massages. That shit was dope. But mine's, my massage kind of sucked because I like deep tissue. She was giving me the, uh, the, ther- the therapeutic massage, uh, not the therapeutic, listen where it starts with an S. Swedish, yeah, she was giving me the Swedish massage, you know. I like to feel pain. I want you to force a tear out of my fucking eye. I had a massage therapist, as I probably already mentioned before, I had a massage therapist who sometimes would have had to climb, because I don't stretch, I hate stretching. She would sometimes say, like, your quads are like granite. They are, like, hard as fuck. There would be times that she had to, like, get certain kinks out of my fucking thighs or out of my quad. She had to climb onto the fucking table and use her, like, all her limbs, like the point of her elbow, her knees, to get the shit out. It was worth every fucking penny. I don't mean that in the sexual way. Massage therapy is something that everybody can fucking benefit from. I even plan on trying, um chiropractor, uh, like going to a chiropractor one day, and from what I hear, chiropractor, uh, chiropractors are not very expensive, I heard they're actually pretty affordable, even if you don't have insurance, I heard they're pretty affordable, because they're not, they're not using a lot of tools, at least I don't think they do, just depends on the chiropractor, I don't know. I don't know. I know we can all benefit from it, though. I love watching those videos when people go and get their backs readjusted. That's all I got, man. It's probably the funniest episode, one of the funnier episodes that I put out in a long time. But y'all take my advice. Make sure that you just give each other your time. Above Above anything else, give each other your time. That's all your significant other would ever want, is to give each other time. Man or woman. Same sex, doesn't matter. Transgender, doesn't matter. Time is something that is very valuable. Also, before I want to, also before, before I, uh, before I dip out. I want to give a shout out because I really, I really, really had to think about this. Because I come from, I come from where I come from, you know, being a homosexual is frowned upon. It's like that in a lot of cultures. But obviously, in this day and age, it's something that I tell myself you need to get used to. 
even if you don't understand, even if I don't want to understand, it's something that you're basically just going to have to accept. Because it's all around. And you can't control how these people think or who they love, whatever the case may be. And there are people that are out there that are, like, basically depriving themselves of a good life because they can't be open with who they are with their peers or even their family. With that being said, I want to give a shout-out to Dwayne Wade with his 12-year-old daughter. I, I want to give a shout-out to Dwayne Wade. Now, I feel about the whole transgender thing. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. If I find out that you are a transgender male, I think, yes, you still, I'm still going to look at you as a woman. If you are a transgender woman, meaning you are a male converting to a woman, or whatever the case may be, I am still going to look at you as a male. I'm sorry, that's just that's the way I think. I accept you for who you are, and I respect you for who you are, but that's just how I'm still going to look at you. I'm still going to acknowledge you as what you prefer to be called, Rather than she, her, he, him, whatever. I'm not going to clown you. I'm not going to be that immature motherfucker that what he call you, she male, and all this, that, and the other. No, that's, that's, it's not my nature. It's not my nature. But I want to, I definitely want to give a shout out to Dwayne Wade for, you know, putting that out there that he's supporting his daughter. And the reason why I was so reluctant to kind of really bring that out on the podcast is because I, even now I'm still having a hard time kind of understanding how his child at that age just knows that he doesn't feel the way he felt. And I never will understand that because I never, I never experienced that ever. So, Shout out to him. Shout out to what's her name, Zia. I think it's Zia now. Yeah. Shout out to Zia. Um, but really, definitely shout out to the way we and and, uh, and Gabby man for allowing the child to express who they are and be themselves around him and his and his two other sons. Um, for, you know, accepting her for who she is. So I definitely want to give a shout out to Wade Wade for that. You're the real MVP, bro. You are the real MVP. Not a lot of fathers, especially, um, that can go through with that or can even live with themselves like that. But I couldn't, like, if I was put in that position, I would have done the same thing. As much as it would have hurt me inside, I can't exile, I can't see myself exiling my child just because they want to be something, they want to be the opposite of who they were born with. That, that that itself, even as crazy as that sounds, that you would be selfish as a father. You would be selfish as a parent to disown your child just because they want to be something else. If they are still going to be, if they're still going to go out and to be go out into the world and be a uh, a positive and still have a positive impact on society and contribute to society and everything, especially on this 
type of is on this topic in the era that we're entering right now with LGBT, hey, I'm all for it. You got my support. You got my support. All right. Continue to like and follow and share. Great this podcast, especially if you're listening on Apple Music. We are available on Spotify, Apple, um, and Google, and other platforms that I cannot remember the top off my head, but those are the top three that people listen to podcasts on. Continue to follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, just type in Club BBC, Not What You Think. Twitter is still under construction. YouTube still under construction. Um, you know, as I said, man, I love each and every one of y'all. Wear a fucking condom. Wear a fucking condom. Especially if you are fucking your side piece on Valentine's Day. Wear a fucking condom. <laughs> if y'all are in Atlanta, if you, any of my Atlanta listeners, I got quite a few of them from what I saw in the analytics. If you want to meet me, please hit me up. I'll try to create some time. I'll make some time up. And we'll do it like a little meet and greet or something like that. But I will be in Atlanta this weekend for Clint Coley's show. And I plan on hitting up Slutty Vegan. And I definitely plan on having a cheat day and hitting up American Deli plus some lemon pepper wings. I already know. I already know, man. Got to get that lemon pepper wet. Got to have me some ranch with that shit, too. All right. Y'all take care. Atlanta, I'm coming. I just officially crossed the Georgia borderline as I speak. Y'all take care.